What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lost in Culture podcast hosted by me, Alex White. Election Day, Election Day, Election Day is tomorrow, November 3rd. Huge shout out to everyone who went to go early vote. The early voting numbers went stupid crazy. Um, amazing impact. So shout out to everyone who went to go do that. Uh, if you have not, please go get up, go get your sticker, post it on Instagram, make yourself feel better, whatever you need to do. Um, just get your ass up, go to the polls and go vote all the way down the ballot. Do your research and just do your right. Exercise your exercise your right. Um, but this week I got to sit down with Victor Pope Jr. You guys may know him as Southside Vic. Some of you guys have seen him on Vine. He's been on Comedy Central. You may have seen him on Revolt, Funny as Fuck, Twitter, anywhere. I mean, this guy is is talented. Um, it was really cool to just sit with him and learn about him behind the funnies, the jokes, and uh, behind the internet. It was just really cool to just sit with him and soak up just his intelligence and just learn his transformations from battle rap to comedy to now music. Um, so his new EP, first EP will be out December 12th. Be on the lookout for that. All of that is in the description. Um, huge shout out to Victor Pope Jr. Like I said, very intelligent guy. Um, you know, just very intellectual. So shout out to you, Victor. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tapping in. And make sure you guys go subscribe to the YouTube channel and check that out as well feedback give me all the feedback thank you guys for everything thank you guys for rocking with me enjoy the Lost of Culture podcast, hosted by me, Alex White. Thank you guys for rocking with me, all the love, support, feedback, everything you guys have given me this far. I am not by myself. I am with Mr. Victor Pope Jr. (laughs) It is an honor and a pleasure, sir. First of all, how are you? So you nigga chill. Chill, chill. (laughs) So you hopped on live last night and you said you was dropping an EP. Yeah. So go ahead. So go ahead and let everybody know What's about to happen? How did you get back to rapping? Are we going to have to start calling you Southside Vic again? You know, I'm going to keep it Victor Pope Jr. Because okay. when, I, when I was doing comedy, I was uh, I was, um, I was Victor Pope Jr. But before that, I was battle rapping and I was just rapping. Right. But my uh, my manager had told me, you know, your full name, fuck it. Like, it's more, yeah. it's more you know, friendly to marketing and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to still be Victor Pope Jr. But I got back into it because I was just tired of doing comedy. Like, mm, mm. Is it exhausting? Or is it just like you you're over it? I mean, I can't do one thing for too long. And right. I stopped I stopped rapping to do comedy. Mm. And I kinda kinda left like a little void, little hole in me anyway. Mm. So Right. Now now with the comedy thing, how was that transition from battle rapping and all that? Yeah. How was that what what was your audience like? Like did anyone clown you for going to comedy or was they rocking with you? Well, I mean I always even I always been a funny nigga. Even when I was battle rapping, I was mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I was clowning niggas. And right. I was no I was known for being a funny nigga, so I mean it just it made sense really. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at the same time that I I started battle rapping um and I started doing stand up comedy in the same month. So mm. it was like 
Mm-hmm. To me, it's all a word game. So I'm just I'm making people feel right. Like is it word. is battle rapping and comedy? Does it kind of go together? Does it merge together in a way? I mean, or um, yeah, I mean, performance wise, performance wise, because mm. rapping and comedy not that much, but. Battle rapping is like you know you know I you know I know when I'm gonna get a laugh, right, but then at the right. same time you can't write expecting to laugh at any part. You gotta write like exactly. they not gonna laugh at none of this shit. I'm not gonna get Damn. no ooze because you you can't you know a lot, a lot of times with comedy and battle rap you write in a pause mm. because you know you might get too uh, too arrogant. I'm like this shit go hard, but it might not. You know right, you never know right. what people gravitate to. Right, you don't you never know until you really get out there and start getting on the mic. As far as like uh, open mics for comedy. Yeah. The audience was it hard to really figure that audience out or like I, well like I said I, I was doing it within the same month so with with battle rap you um you rap and then you write some shit mm-hmm. you memorize it and you spit it you know mm-hmm. uh, with stand up you will have a joke you don't really write jokes word for word you will have mm-hmm. a concept of it as far as I go you will have a concept of a joke and then a lot of comedians you will be working on the same joke for a year. And mashing it out mm. versus battle rap or rap in general. Once you spit some shit, it's it's, it's already out there. It's, it's already gone. out there. But with jokes, you really gotta nurture them and you know raise them up. And then mm-hmm. you know I know comedians really been doing the same joke for like damn like twenty years. Right. Yeah. And it work every time. Sometimes it work every single time. It'll work. And sometimes it won't because a lot of comedians they get tired of doing the same mm. joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean that's that's how I was. You know, a lot of right. comedians when I when I was coming up, you know, they was like, "What are you doing?" Because I would do like a new joke almost every fucking time I got up there. Uh, and they had to like I had to really Damn nigga you <laughs> yeah. You had the jokes on lock Yeah Damn And I had to well, I was I was fucking up Cause it was like You know I wasn't It was A lot of them like They'd be like Oh was that your first time Doing that joke and be Like I, I can tell Like really mm-hmm. like Nurture this shit mm-hmm. You know I mean I still leave room For improv Just like with right. battle rap I leave room for Okay I could I could freestyle Something here or like uh, if somebody you know you, you you come up with rebuttals in like battle rap you right, right yeah. he's probably gonna yeah. say something about some shit I did mm-hmm. or about what I'm wearing oh mm-hmm. you talk about what I'm wearing well, what about the you know or yeah. you want to talk about yeah. that happening so you 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 know you know you yeah. you, you, it's, you pre-buttle. and right. it's the same thing with comedy you know doing stand up like oh this part of the joke what if somebody laughed prematurely when they wasn't supposed to laugh it's like mm-hmm. oh you find that you know some shit like that it's like little yeah. little shit that you that you pre-write but you still leave room for that improv right uh, even with that. Do you think with comedy now, is it easier to get on than it was back when you started? Uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to make a video but mm-hmm. uh, just and just be consistent. But the thing with comedy uh, nowadays is it's just going to keep getting easier and easier. Mm. And it's just, it's just going to get more saturated the more easier you know, shit is to do. Right, right. You know? Now, you, you really came up on Vine heavy. Did, do you think it'll ever go back to comedians being able or not even comedians because you weren't even going on there to be a comedian you were going on there just to you know just to make videos and shit that's what everyone was doing do you think there will ever be a platform again where people can just go on on an app and be themselves yeah tiktok tiktok is really fucking funny i love tiktok, TikTok really yeah tiktok is, is really good are you on really tiktok good. uh my son is that's where i see shit that's where i see shit <laughs> the, the, but i mean you know i think the what what well, Vine had that's different than TikTok. Vine was like Snapchat before Snapchat. Like people mm. was people was Vining like just their personal lives. Right. Like, oh, yes. that shit's funny. It was more candid. Yeah. 
it was it was uh it was like really candid and then Snapchat came out and then people just started posting more right. of the shit that they would put on Vine. And then Snapchat. filters came and, and, then, then, and then Instagram got video mm-hmm. and then um so a lot of things only difference with TikTok, people go on there to be funny. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, oh well I'm gonna be Right. Do you think that damages the comedy persona? Um, not really. Like when people say, Oh, hey, I wanna be a comedian, like do you think they get like a funny look? At that, because of the clout and the and the trolling well, and all that. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's like uh, being a rapper. Mm. You know, it's all being rappers aren't just rappers anymore; they're influencers too. Right. And comedians, if you're a comedian, you have to be an influencer. Right. So you know, it's all the same shit. Everybody wants clout. Like, mm. why uh, certain shit comedians don't like? Why would you do that shit? Like that shit's stupid. Same shit with rappers. It was like you want to be. Everybody wants to be seen. It's performers in general, entertainment. Right. Right. Now with battle rapping. Was did there ever come a time where you were like, damn, like I feel so disrespectful, disrespected, like I'm done with this shit, like yeah, I used to, I mean, I fought like every battle. Damn, I, I fought at battles. I won battling in, like <laughs> <laughs> you're just fighting just to fight. Because battle raps do that shit. They yeah, do that man. shit. Now, uh, when you were battle rapping, did you mostly write, or was your shit just like? Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, um, I wrote and then I, I have pre-bottles, mm-hmm. make it seem like I'm freestyling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, certain shit in the moment, I can just go You can catch there. it. I can catch it. It was one time, um, fucking, I was going, I was in the middle of a scheme, and, like, somebody had dropped, like, a bottle, and it fucked up my scheme and everybody, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. went kind of quiet. I'm like, man, I wish I heard that shit, and I was like, uh, full throttle, I'm finna drop him, like, that bottle. And everybody was like, oh, shit, because it's just something yeah. that's, like, that fast. I don't like doing shit that's like, oh, yeah, I'll leave them red like that person's shirt. It's like, it's, right. you got to, it has to, like, really, like, just really be in the fucking moment. Like, really, right. really, if, if, if I'm going to do it. Now, would this be your first EP? Or? Yeah, this is my first EP. This is the first time. I mean, I've been making music for a while. But I never release nothing, you know. Like my friends hit me up, like, "Oh, come do this feature," because niggas know I can, like, I can rap. Right. And um, but you know, I, at the time I'm taking comedy, you know, 100 percent seriously, and uh, and that's that's part of you know I kind of got depressed with that because I mm. I was so focused on comedy and I I'm such a I'm a rapper just as much as I'm a comedian. So once I stopped rapping, I kind of like lost half of myself. Right. That's crazy because they say like a lot of comedians they have like very low moments in their yeah. life. Why is that? Like, how is it? Is it just because y'all hide so much and y'all have to be happy so much of the time? Well, I mean, um, I think artists in general, you know, they they have lower lows than most people because they feel more. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just you know, if you a good artist, I feel like you're sensitive, and uh, it's the same way with with, with rap is. I mean, with rappers, you know, some if if you're rapping about something deep or something like. Um, on another level, then mm-hmm. so people can feel it, then yeah, you have to be sensitive to a certain point. You know? Right, right. Now, what can we expect on this EP? What lane did you go into? Are you like R and B type lane, or um, are you bar for bar like? Um, because they say a lot of battle rappers rappers can't make a album or yeah. an EP or music in general. Rightfully so, most of them can't. You know, most comedians can't make music. You know what I'm saying? Most battle rappers can't do comedy. Like I'm, I'm an anomaly. You know, mm. like I'm like. I'm an exception. I'm not really an example of nothing. Like my shit right. is my shit is really good. I mean, my my tape is about uh, really what we've been talking about. Like me realizing that you know going from Southside Vic to Victor Pope Junior, making all the mm. decisions to be more marketable, right? Um, rather than just trying to be more comfortable in my own skin and 
doing comedy because I feel like that's what everybody likes me for and that's what mm-hmm. everybody wants. Mm-hmm. And I only can do that now, if, you know what I'm saying? So just right. boxing myself in and then being in L.A. far from my family and then. Yeah. How, so, was, how was L.A.? Talk about that. How was the going and doing the comedy in L.A.? Uh, man, it was cool. I fucked with it. It's easier to do comedy in smaller markets, though, because L.A.'s, because, you know, in Texas when I was doing stand-up, um, I was hitting like you could hit like fucking five or five or eight fucking mics a night, mm. but L.A. is like so spaced out, and even like it might not even really be that spaced out, but you know like five miles here ain't five miles in L.A. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. not hitting five or six clubs a night. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, it's because it's all about station. Like I said, you work on a joke. You just mm-hmm. keep telling it, keep telling it, you know, mm-hmm. the better you get with that. So it's more definitely more stage time and um, and smaller markets like, you know, right. here and other places. Right, right. And you came back here about a year ago. Is that when you really realized, okay, I'm going to focus on my music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the last year I've been, I've been doing my EP. Um, I've been doing a, a visual EP. But yeah, I came back because you know I was uh, I was also away from my son. I got an eleven year old son, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just sucked. I mean, he he came out there every summer with me, and you know all the holidays we had a fucking ball. He liked being out there, but eventually it was like you know that's not enough. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't enough, and yeah. you know I had him around my fucking friends and shit, and, mm-hmm. and he he's not around other kids. He's not around my right. nieces and yep. nephews when yep. he out there. He's just you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like I was robbing him of that whenever. So when I I came home, I'm like fuck it, I'm gonna be close with my family, mm-hmm. you know. I'm a, um, I'm gonna do this fucking tape. I'm gonna do. I'm yeah. a, I want to rap. Like I always wanted to rap, but I never released any music. Right, right. So it's like I can finally do that shit. Do you think your fan base will appreciate you like going to music? Well, I mean, it's the the EP is a is a great transition because I'm really mm-hmm. reintroducing myself, but I'm not um, trying to pretend like I didn't do comedy before. Right, I'm not trying to right. pretend like my last craft didn't happen. I'm not coming mm-hmm. in and I'm not just flexing for six songs straight. I mm-hmm. mean, I talk my shit for sure in the hell, but um, I really, I really bridge that gap to where you can see right. what was going on when I was doing comedy and when, when you, when, when, when somebody so and so was a big fan and when they were really like dying in my shit, like this is what I was going through in the meantime on the flip side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, talking about that and hoes and my son and, it's fun shit. It's a fun tape, but it's yeah. also it's uh it's it's some substance to it. It's a fun tape, but also it's you a lot put, of reflection. You put some, yeah, you put some some heart in it. Rebranding yourself, that I mean that it's that alone is just a big step, especially when you've already established yourself and you feel like you know people look at you as just that person, Victor the comedian. Yeah. So now like now you have to just go through that process. What what do you expect as far as like the music industry? Do you want to be signed to someone, or do you want to just keep dropping music like just because it's heartfelt? Or I mean, if a deal look good, then it look good. I'm gonna see what's up with it. But I mean, being being independent would be would be cool with me. Like you mm-hmm. know, as long as I can survive off my craft. That's what I told myself when I first started right. doing comedy. Right. As long as I can survive off you know the shit I have fun doing. Exactly. And I'm good. I ain't got to, you know, you ain't got to give me a $100,000 deal, a million dollar right, deal. Like, right. I just, I'll be independent and just live. I'll eat. My son eat. We good. Exactly. You know, let me sing my song. Right. What was, what was your first show as a comedian? Oh, um, I did an open mic at the Improv. That was, that was my first open mic. Um, my first show, my first, like, I mean, I had a couple shows here, but it was like, you know, my first like big show was like I was in uh, L.A. I got booked for the Comedy Store, and that mm. was cool. 
and that was uh, I was in the, I was in a belly room, which is one of the smaller rooms in there. Cause, right, you know, right. But uh, yeah, it was cool. I fucking I had a good I had a good show. I had tripped off edibles the night before, and I was like, because I ate way too many edibles. That's Every, the greatest. Everybody who who go to L. A. for the first time ate too many edibles. Yes, and, uh, that is, that is very true. I went I went to L. A. for the first time, and I couldn't even do nothing. I was so high. Yeah. Like you just like you yeah. missed the whole experience because you just get dumb high because you're so excited. Yeah. Um, you were on Comedy Central. How was that? Uh, that's cool, yeah. I was on uh, Comedy Central. Uh, I forgot the fucking show name. Uh, I was also on Revolt, Funny as Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. That was really yeah. good. How was that crowd? Because that crowd seemed like, it seemed different from the Comedy Central crowd. Well, the thing with it is, like, a lot of that shit is, like, um, it's the studio crowd a mm. lot of the times. A lot of the times. So when you go into a fucking comedy club... A nigga there with his bitch or a nigga there with, you know, his friends right, like drinking. Yeah. They can't have a good time. Mm-hmm. Versus if it's a uh, if it's a studio recording like that, the audience are act they're actors. A good time. Gotcha. It's a good chance. A lot of them they're not even allowed to drink on on set, so they're just Damn. like, and then you know they have to laugh. Mm-hmm. You know they mm-hmm. have to laugh, and, um, and so you kind of have to break out of that. It's a weird. It yeah. was it was my first time ever experiencing that. Right. And you think I mean it's a good problem, but it kind of it kind of you know gives you like a, a vibe of just uh what how you say this disingenuity this like this, like they're handing it to you like yeah, it's like it a, just felt fake it didn't feel right, real. right 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 didn't feel real so I mean with that I, I I didn't feel like I was you know I didn't feel in my bag I felt yeah I felt really odd. yeah I, I get I what you're really saying odd. I get what you're saying so so who was who was your influence for comedy um, I'm a big fan of Patrice O'Neill uh, Hannibal Burris. Um, Louis C.K., um, mm. Bill Burr is really good. Um, Bill Burr is amazing. Bill Burr is amazing. Um, of course, Chappelle. Um, but yeah, I think Patrice O'Neill is probably my, my biggest. And Hannibal. Patrice and Hannibal. And as far as the music side? Um, um, uh, Lupe, Eminem, mm. Webby. Mm. That's a mix. That is that's a mix right there. That is a mix. Yeah, I mean at the same time because I, I I really appreciate a really good wordplay. Then I also yeah. appreciate when you can just say fuck the wordplay. Like mm-hmm. this is what this is like my thought. This is what I feel. This is my heart. Like that Lupe shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Webby shit. Webby and Boosie. Web, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not finna come in this hole and dig a big Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I'm finna really tell you what's going on. So we can expect a lot of lyrical storytelling. In this EP, pretty mm-hmm, yeah. much, it's a it's a visual EP, and uh, it's uh, essentially a short film. Mm. So um, it all goes in order, um, all of the all of the videos. So yeah, it tells a nice little story. Yeah, and I did a visual EP because you know I'm such a storyteller with the right with the pen. Right. So it it only made sense. So. Now, with your with your rebranding, um, your IG is like just hilarious. Like yeah. your like it's your resume. Do you plan on flipping that, or do you just plan on mixing everything in, or? Yeah, I mean, goes, how how is your social media gonna? Make look? Go, it goes back to you know what I was saying. Um, like I said, rappers are influencers, like just like comedians are influencers, barbers are influencers now, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that's a part of my personality, me being funny. Right. You know, I can be funny on the internet without being a comedian on the internet. 
I'm mm. just a funny nigga regardless. I'm not going to lose that aspect of myself. If I lose that aspect of myself just trying to rap, 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 then I'll be in the same situation I, I was in when I felt like I was missing a piece of, piece exactly. of myself when I only did comedy. Exactly. So, you know, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to have fun. Right. And be who I, who I am. Do you think, um, as far as comedy now, uh, do you think it's important to watch what you say, how you say it? No. I mean... It depends on what you want out of comedy. If you want success, then of course, you know, if you want to be the next Kevin Hart, then watch what you say. Mm-hmm. If you just want to express yourself and have fun and just, you know, be you regardless of that shit, you know, underground comic, like, you know, whatever. Right. Then, you know, fuck it. Fuck what they talking about. Right. Do you, do you think comedians should focus on talking about, or not talking about, putting it in their jokes, today's events, like what's going on and... With the world and everything that's going on, do you think it's important as as influencers to put input those in that in, in their jokes? Uh yeah, I mean it's not that it's not it's it's important that somebody does it, but if mm-hmm. everybody did it, it would be a fucking it, drag. It, I think I think that's what I'm picking up right now. Like I think it's too much. Mm-hmm. I, like I think what Dave Chappelle did was amazing, but like it's getting to the point where I don't want to turn on a stand up and it's all. Political. Yeah, I could turn on the news for that shit. Exactly. The news is funny enough as it is. The news <laughs> is hilarious these days. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now with the with the visual EP coming, um, you say you've been working on it all year. Is are there any features on it or? No, it's all me. Mm. It's all me. I, uh, Did you because it's? I wanted to do a feature, but every song was so personal. Right. Right. And uh, I just never recorded a song. Every song I recorded, I, well, most of the songs I recorded, I recorded just in my room mm-hmm. and um, on my computer. So I recorded and, you know, I, it's an intimate process for me because I spend so much just like editing and mixing. And in the midst of all that, I'm like, you know, I'm not thinking about who will sound good on it. Like I'm right, just trying, right, to, trying yeah. to make myself sound better because I'm how, doing the mixing and the editing too. So. How often do you plan on dropping after this EP? Um, I ain't thought about that, mm. you know. I know to make money on Spotify and especially to stay relevant with this internet culture, artists have to drop way more mm-hmm. than I think artists should be dropping. You know, mm-hmm. you can't drop, you know, shit more than, you know, you gotta, you gotta live life mm-hmm. eventually. You just can't mm-hmm. keep dropping it and dropping and dropping music. Exactly. So, you know, I think that's, that's cheapening art. And that's, you know, not even just with music, you know. Like I said, comedy too. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of comedians. Like I said, com- comedians use stand-up comedians. Like we nurture a joke. Right now, a lot of when I was doing comedy, I was doing stand-up. I'm nurturing jokes years at a time. Then I get on the internet, and then I gotta write a new sketch every day. And right. if you're not posting at least two or three times a day, your page goes dead. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, and you lose those followers. So it's a constant need for out- mm-hmm. output. And I felt that in comedy, but at least in music, I really took my time on this tape, and I. It felt good taking my time on something again, rather than right, just right, right, just hosting. putting putting stuff out there. Yeah, and just being on and being on my own time with it, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. you know, because um, you know, even even with stand up, I I, you, I could take my time nurturing a specific stand up joke, but it's like you know, whenever you get up on stage, you know, right. versus I can if I'm making a tape, I can always be making a tape. Like fuck it, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So now, how is it in your in your lifestyle? Do a lot of people come up to you and is like, "Hey, you're the funny guy, make a joke," or like, do people take you seriously? Like when people first meet you, or how is that? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, people be on some you know funny shit. But I mean, I'm a funny nigga, but like, 
I don't know. I feel like well, once people spend time with me, they kind of see like I'm not really like a goofy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I could chill with somebody for days, and like you wouldn't laugh. Like we just be chilling. Like, right. You know, I see life in a funny way, but like a lot of times I don't even say funny shit. Like I'm just really, I just be chilling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I be chilling hard. Like, yeah. And I think that's why it comes so natural. Your your success as a comedian was so natural because it is you just you that's your personality. It's not forced. And that's why, like, a lot of these comedians today, I just feel like, are so forced. Like, yeah. it's so hard to really just find a new act and really just, like, want to watch their shit. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, comedians these days is, you know, they're making it really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of comedians, they get on to their 30s and 40s yeah. and shit like that. And then, you know, you got you to gotta be humble. And you got to, with comedy, you have to fail. You have to mm-hmm. fail a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 make sure something works, but a lot of comedians don't have to go through that because a lot of a lot of their career is just recording on a camera. So right, right. you don't. There's no. There's no instant. It's instant gratification, but you're not gonna instantly fail. Right. You know, it's not. It's not really that scary. It's not. It's not much fear in making sketches. You mm. know, because it ain't like oh, what if they don't like it? Fucking delete the video. You know what I'm exactly. saying? But exactly. what if they don't like this joke? Oh shit! What did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like it's. So sketching is way more easier than stand up. Yeah, way yeah 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 for sure for sure for sure for sure like one hundred percent. And as far as sketch comedy, do you think it's um, I would say not plummeting as far as like real acts, but do you think it's harder for natural comedians to get on with so much? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I think I love TikTok. But TikTok, a lot of it is lip syncing, or mm. um, or a lot of it, in in uh, in 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 replace of comedic timing, you can just use you know a funny voice effect or a funny facial right, effect, or right. you can actually put the fucking you know subtitles. A lot of you, you don't have to speak; you just put the subtitles on top of the fucking frame. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, a lot of people are probably really funny, but you know TikTok is spoiling them to where it's like exactly. you, you kind of. You kind of don't have to work on comedic timing in a way you would without 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 all without all those effects. Right. Regardless, even not even speak about you know live comedy, but just in just sketches in general. Mm, it's not, the, with more technology and the more these apps like fucking these apps are really yeah good, but, yeah. I mean I appreciate yeah. I appreciate it you know from a um from a consumer standpoint, but mm-hmm. TikTok and all these other apps are doing to make uh, it easier for comedians to get their point across, but. As a comedian, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just kind of, it's, it's yeah. weird. We're getting fat. You know, we're getting, right. you know, we're getting, you know. It's, it's, it's oversaturated. Like, you really have to stick out now to, like, really yeah. catch some eyes. Have you ever thought about going into, or did you think about going into the movie industry when you were doing comedy? Um, yeah, I did. I had a couple of auditions. I did a little bit of acting. I was, I never really enjoyed acting that much. Yeah. Um, I never really felt like an actor, you know. Right. I mean, I never really felt like I just couldn't. I didn't. I, I, it just didn't move me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a passion for it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a whole nother yeah. task yeah. force. Like that's 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 tough to handle itself. Yeah. With with music, um, how do you like the rap scene, the local rap scene now? Um, it seems like it's getting better. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, I was paying attention to it um, some years ago. There was a lot of bickering going on and a lot of yeah. Beef, which was really weird, and a lot of people, a lot of politics, people mad at politics, and but I feel mm-hmm. like 
the internet is so fucking big. I feel like people kind of box themselves in, box themselves in just mm-hmm. like being. Well, I'm I'm a Dallas rapper. I'm an Arlington rapper. Right. You know. Right. And I'm on the same channel. Ag time. You know. All that, but like, you gotta you gotta be bigger than that. Like, yeah. Like fuck it, bro. We have the internet. Like yeah. we can't be arguing amongst ourselves over. Right. Like, it's the internet, bro. Right. <laughs> um, as far as do you see yourself uh, doing shows, etc. Going out of state yeah. when it comes to music. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. When all this shit over, but is 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 that gonna be is that gonna be the same kind of thought process as going on stage, being a comedian? Um, yeah, I mean, it's all performing. It's all performing to me. Mm. I'm, I'm always the, my my strong point is I'm not, I'm a good I'm a good performer no matter no matter what right uh, medium I'm in, I'm doing it in. So right, would you ever go back to stand up? Yeah, when I get bored of music. Mm. So it's never it's never gonna be like a dying thing. It's never gonna be like yeah, nah. I'm done with music, I'm done would you ever go back to battle rapping? Uh no. No. Cause uh battle rapping was just me the the thing that I missed about battle rapping was the writing of it. And you know, mm. I, I I still indulge in that when I make music. Right, and, right. Um, and the performance of it too. I mean, I freestyle, and you know, when I record, I feel like I'm performing live. When I'm when I'm doing that, I had the same mindset. So I don't. Uh, I miss battle rap, but a lot of the stuff that I miss about it, mm-hmm. I can still get through get get it through music. Right, right. Who's your Who's your favorite artist to listen to? Um. Right now, Boogie. Out of, uh, not a Boogie, but uh-huh. uh, Westside Boogie Compton. He's from Compton. I think mm-hmm. it's very nice. You should check him out. Okay. He's very good at what he do does. You, do you see yourself doing any features, remixes, having any verses or things like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been doing, I've been doing features here and there, you know, slotting people features. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always ready to, you know, hop on somebody's track. Damn, so you really about to do, you really about to do this shit. Oh, I done did it. I'm just waiting to drop it. I'm dropping 12-12, December 12th. 12-12. Everything's recorded, everything's video, everything's shot. She's just going to edit it. So, Are you excited? Yeah. I Are you wait. nervous? Yeah, like, like I got a little, my baby bird leaving the nest. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really, wait, I can't wait to get this shit over with. Like, Because yeah. I've been working on it so long, I really want to show everybody. Like, yeah. How hard I've worked, everything that I sacrificed, everything that I was going through when I even wasn't doing this shit. Mm. You know? That's that's important to just have that connection with your fan base too. Just to let them in a little bit of who you are and what you've been through and just yeah. to keep them engaged. Um who was who has who do you really follow on to when you need that pick me up? Um, shit, I'm real close with my son. Me and my nigga be talking like mm. that's my nigga. Like you know, that's that's a good friend of mine. Like I, he's really smart and mature. Like I fucking around asking right. for advice. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and sometimes he'll give you the best. Nah, give you the best advice. Facts. Um, you know, uh, you know, best friends, Bobby and shit. When they get chat, shit like that. Right now, you have to tell Sneed to stop rolling like these little skimpy. Oh yeah, that nigga do be rolling. But <laughs> I mean, you can you can roll skimpy, but don't put them on your fucking IG story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck? Put <laughs> <laughs> the skimp box on your close friends, bro. That's a, that's a, put it on the close friends. That's a close friends conversation. That's a close friends block <laughs> that you wrote. How how has the internet? really changed from when you started to now like is it is it completely different or is it pretty much the same um more people or more people have platforms so it's like you know it's way more diverse i mean it's always been diverse but more people are like 
have way more followers, so mm-hmm. more people are spoken for. So it's like, like with like with even with Twitter, it's like so many people from so many different walks of life. Yes, yes. They believe so many different things, all trying to you know get their point across at the same mm-hmm. time on the same app, and it's just it's just the more. The more that you know, we we get through the internet phase, and we you know, the the more time goes on, it's gonna just be more people represented. Right. And more people represented, that means more arguments between those peoples <laughs> represented. <laughs> so I mean, you know, bittersweet. The internet is a is a scary, scary place. How do you really deal with the negative shit on the internet? Do you do you even pay attention to that shit or? I mean, people say something mean to me, I fucking block them. People That's... people are mean on the internet. I mean, yeah. Is uh, like you block. <laughs> it's that simple. Um, what what's been your biggest learning experience with going from battle rap to comedy to music? What's been the biggest thing that you learned so far? You gotta have fun. Like if I'm not having fun, people can tell. Mm-hmm. As you know, performing and doing art in general. Like if you're not having fun doing what you do, people can tell. Right. People right. can tell. Right. So yeah, people can do it. That's really what I. What What can we expect um, after the EP, or what can we expect coming up soon, or what is there? Um, is there anything that you want your fan base to know about this transition? Oh yeah, that um, I'd sacrifice it all for this shit. Like I, I didn't. Um... When I realized that I wanted to do music again, I wasn't like, okay, well, because I'm making, I was making money through comedy, 100%. And so that's how I made money doing stand up, mm-hmm. doing sketches, doing brand deals. So once I stopped doing comedy, I stopped, you know, once you I did. realized I'm doing music, it's like, yeah. now I ain't got the money that I used to have from it. So I kind of forced my own hand to where it's like sink or swim. Like, you're not going to have, you're not going to have more, no more money coming from comedy. Like, don't accept nothing from it, you know? So, cause I feel like if I if I still earned that way and still survived that way, it would take it would be harder for me to leave it alone. So I just right. said fuck that shit. So I sacrificed a lot of money, a lot of revenue, a lot of um, the funniest fuck. I was supposed to be on season two, but I said I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to do it. I left LA. Um, it wasn't even expensive for me. It was you know it was pretty cheap because it was five of us. It's a five five bedroom. So it was pretty cheap, you know. I paid mm. more here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I left LA, and um, which is, you know, it's a good fun place. I sacrificed that, and you know, it's uh, a lot of sacrifices. My entire life, like my entire life, is from where I was a year ago, mm-hmm. completely different. Completely different. One like, one you know, it's crazy. Now, can we get one more raffle before the EP drops? Oh, um, my baby mama raffle. Um, one more. I haven't been doing them because of COVID. <laughs> I, might, I might do one though. I might do a baby mama raffle. And you're not giving away baby mamas. You're no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not giving a yeah. I'm not giving away baby mamas. Uh, women uh, comment their numbers. Uh, it's a four digit number. They can comment, and then I put them all in the bag, uh, or you know some type of big old sack, and then um, shake it up, take a number out, and the winner is my baby mama. My next one. There you have people it. be signing up. Too. People, <laughs> dude, have you ever had niggas sign up? Yeah, bro. I'm like, bro, come on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you signing up for your sister or something? She ain't got no Instagram. <laughs> that's 
That is hilarious. We need one of them before the EP drops. Please, please, please. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Victor, for coming through. Let them know where to find you. Uh, I'm Victor Pope Jr. on everything. Everything. Uh, Shit, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all that shit. Victor Pope Jr. V-I-C-T-O-R-P-O-P-E-J-R. There it is. There it is. My album dropping, 12-12. That's like, what, 13 days before Christmas? Yeah. 13 yeah. days before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> Play that bitch for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching. It's cold outside. Make sure you wear your lotion. Make sure you get uh, you dress warm. All that shit. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys go add Victor on everything. And go subscribe. And I'll see you guys next week.